Yeah. So, U.S. Open, that was that honestly, was a thing. It was a thing, and it was kind of painful to watch because of how hard it was. I was not. I mean, like I knew we knew the course was going to be hard, but man, dude, some of these guys got slapped. It was just the greens were just misbehaving, just naughty. They were super naughty, but I mean, for as difficult as some holes were, and they would trip up guys. I mean, it was you know scoreable on a number of holes as well. And scoreable. It's interesting though because a lot of the feedback, especially from the players, has actually been pretty negative. Man, I don't, I don't think we'll be seeing LACC anytime soon, if that's, ever. <laughs> that's my point. Yeah, I don't think there was too much uh, emphasis there, highly on the uh, green management and the course itself. I don't think golfers were very happy. No offense to their turf crew, nothing personal. We're just taking news as we get it here from the golf world. But yeah, little, uh, little. No, suspicious. it's pretty personal. It's pretty personal. No, <laughs> not us yeah. personally, but clearly the players yeah, yeah. have something personal. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just an odd fucking tournament to be. Honest. I mean, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. Like it was cool to see Ricky back in it, dude. Oh, I mean, we, the whole we, world and, was rooting for Ricky. Yeah, I mean, of course, more so because it was Paige Spearnick's uh, receipts. But uh, yeah, dude, <laughs> everyone's rooting for Ricky. Are you kidding me? Dude, his big dick Rick was trending on Twitter all weekend. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> come well, on. When, when there could be a big reveal, I mean, everyone's back in that. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but, you know, we talked about how his game was looking a lot better this year. I'll be honest. I mean, I think I was even the one that brought up that I had him as like some sleepers and some pass turns. I didn't see this coming. I didn't see no. him lead, leading for no. three rounds or whatever. Oh my God, no. He was playing lights out. And, you know, I, it was just unfortunate. Everyone had that that round that just was a little rough. His unfortunately came at the, the worst time, you know. True. But Wyndham, I mean. <laughs> And Wyndham, man, but you know, like, like nobody even cares that Wyndham won because Ricky, like everybody wanted Ricky to win, so they were like, man. Like even my dad, my dad of all people, he was like, man, I really, he's like all amped on Ricky winning. I'm like, Wyndham Clark's leading. He's like, who the fuck is that? You know, he doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> watch golf a all the time. Chain. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he's like, I just stayed at one of those last week. Um, <laughs> I'm a rewards member at the Wyndham. Wow, that's great. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, Bruce, yeah, he definitely would. He'd hit, he would kill the buffet. They go out of business. Oh, yeah. Go out of business with the buffet. <laughs> don't don't mess with a guy with diabetes in a full-blown buffet. You're you're out of your mind. He's taking it out. Stab himself with one of those Truvia pens or whatever they call it. Regulate regulate the diabetes. <laughs> the Wilford Brimley. <laughs> it was a cold, dark night. <laughs> oh, man. We're idiots. Um, But so, yeah. So, Ricky Fowler, if nobody watched this, held for three days and the, the coolest part about ricky's story is that obviously he's such a class act we know this about ricky um this is like notorious in the pga tour if you don't know this ricky's like notoriously known as one of the nicest guys he's always sticking his head out for people he's always got everybody's back always saying nice things complimenting etc um he's a nice guy nice guy and you know what it is i think it's because he's not from the world of golf he's from the world of motocross and like badass outdoor adventure shit so i don't think he really dude he's was i mean golfer. he works hard he works hard but he's just living his dream like, he's living he his like, dream yeah, dude i could have done both these things i just yeah i'd, I'd golf i didn't <laughs> want to break not? my neck doing triple backflips at the x games so i decided to you know play some golf and make it safer um, just bdr and retirement basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah just yeah dating this insane pole vaulter you know good for you rick okay um <laughs> Uh, Ricky Ricardo. Ricky, yeah. But the greatest part about him, man, is on the third day, they said that he stayed out there until it was pitch black signing 
everyone's autographs, making making the effort to just be that guy of golf. And and that to me speaks levels to who he is because, you know, you don't have to do that, especially if you're leading. You want to be in the zone. You want to be on day three. Like you're that's you need that like hone in. And he was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm here for the fans. Like he's such a the fans golfer, and that's why he's the fan favorite. Like yeah, he's yeah. The, everybody's favorite because he that's the kind of guy he is. So it just translates. And then when Dude. he said to Wyndham, obviously when he won. Yeah. I mean, that yeah, was okay. great. Yeah, um, for sure, for sure, for sure. You know, saying how much it how much it would have meant to his mom and and things like that. I mean, that's beautiful. And and for Ricky to say something like that, um, just even more so proves our point, really. Um, so all amazing things. And congratulations to Wyndham. Obviously, we're just fucking around. He's been playing great all year. This is no honestly, this is no surprise. And just because we didn't even have him in the sleepers or anything. Doesn't mean that that he was right up there. Like we should have been giving this guy the respect um, he deserves for the last few tournaments because he has been putting in work. So it's really not a surprise if you look at his track record this year. He's on fire this year, and and yeah, I mean categorically, like uh, in every statistic, he's literally been rising year after year for the past few seasons. And uh, this year, yeah, I mean he's. If you look at like the data charts, he's like in you know green and reds. He's in all greens this year, this season. It's the first time across right. the board. So yeah, he's trending, and it was an unbelievable win. I mean, some of the shots he hit. Like I I think back to what was a massive turning point in the tournament. Um, Ricky was trying to fend him off on third round. They're playing Twilight. <laughs> They've already talked about how they felt like that was a disadvantage. But right. uh, Wyndham comes in and just drills like i think it was like a four footer on his approach shot on yeah. 18 yeah ricky comes back nearly holds that long birdie putt but yep. it just slips out and then he pounds it through he bogeys Wyndham birdies and all of a sudden bam Wyndham's got the lead and right and then hey rory made a come come for it he came rory. this close he was right there and i think he's pissed off he's using some of that aggression <laughs> I think he's coming back. How often back. does that happen, dude? Yeah, he's fired up. And you know what? Not for nothing, Scotty Scheffler, with a very valiant effort, coming in swinging at the end, trying to really make a name. Like, honestly, yeah. wow. Scotty dude. surprised the hell out of me. He came out of fucking nowhere. He and hasn't won the note. biggest. No, my bad, my bad. Go no, ahead, no, I was saying respectable note to Cam Smith, too. I mean, damn. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. put in some work. But... The one thing I say about uh, Chef is that I mean, I'd argue, I mean, I know he hasn't won the biggest tournament this year. He won the players, yeah. um, right? But, yeah, yeah. dude, he's been the best golfer, though. He just oh, yeah. hasn't been making putts. No. That's no. his thing. But if you look at his numbers, holy shit. He's, he's like, ungodly right yeah, now yeah. with his, he's been, you he's, know, he's strokes been dominating. Dominating. Yeah. His ball striking's unreal. And how's yeah. he do it with those feet, dude? Those things, like, just, he's just out there just jazz dancing, man. And, and when I heard Scotty say, like he said one time in an interview, he's like, I don't believe in this like golf, like has to be this perfect swing, this perfect ethic. He's like, no, you, you play your swing and you play who you are as a golfer. And that's how it shines through. So he's not all about like having the perfect body arc or the perfect this or that. Right. He plays his swing and he plays it and it works for him. And he's living yeah. proof that one of the best golfers on planet Earth just plays his own swing and doesn't try to be like the perfect right. everything all around everything. Speaking of which, before we forget, welcome to another episode of Good Lies Golf, because we We're always back. forget to say welcome to our listeners. Um, all, like, hundred <laughs> of you, you're amazing. Hundred thousand. No, all of you guys are awesome. We love you all. Everybody that shares. Um, we want to make a point to say 
every time you're out golfing, tag us. We will repost you. And you can even use the Instagram stickers on any post you want relating to golf. You can literally just go GIF, sticker, and type in Good Lies Golf, and bam, our logo is right there. And you can slap it on any one of your videos. Tag us. We'll repost the hell out of it. So don't be scared to talk to Good Lies Golf. We're right here, baby. We're all in. We're here for you. We're hey, right how's here. it going? Hey. How are you? So welcome to another episode. Dope. But yeah, dude, what I was thinking though, and I got amped up earlier and I cut you off a couple of times and it was just because I couldn't fucking control myself. I was just thinking about something in the moment and I hadn't thought about it earlier and I don't know why, but now I know and I'm coming back to you with a little bit of excitement because it's coming back to me, man. Imagine the uh, full swing US Open episode next season. That's going to be epic, bro. Epic epic oh shit dude full swing has my full attention that. i'll tell you that that's that's that that show they really nailed it i mean they they took the first experience of like what the real golf looks like behind the scenes and golf needed that like i we've been saying this that's why we started this podcast really is because we wanted to bring the personality behind stuffiness of golf like we don't want golf to be this like stuffy inclusive or uh, um, exclusive thing that, you know, only X person can do. Me and you wanted to show the fun side of the game and the camaraderie and the, <laughs> you know, the dumb stuff that, like, people are too scared to post about or too, you know, too worried to make it look like it because the country club guys, you know, they might think of you different. We're all about the grain, baby. That's who we are. <laughs> That's good lies golf. So the fact that we're just relating this all together is is harmony. I think that's it even speaks to who we are. But you nailed it. Who are we, man? I'm still searching. Yeah, we're just two guys I'm out there in the woods looking for a pro V1. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it, man, I find more balls in a day than I lose, and that's a good sign. So I think if that's you a come good out sign. positive, there it doesn't matter the score. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Bucky's. Bucky's is the premier premier gas station uh, in all of the South. Whether you're in Tennessee. Uh, whether you're in Florida, Chaos. whether you're in Georgia, South Carolina, or Texas, where it started, Bucky's is incredible. There's like 17,000 square feet of store. They chop their own brisket. They make all their own like snacks and nuts and brittles and candy bars. And there's like an entire TJ Maxx slash home goods attached to it as well. If you needed more shit to buy on your road trips, holy crap. And their beaver nuggets on fire, on point, on point. So shout out to Bucky's. And they pay really well. They pay their workers fair. It's like 25 bucks an hour starting off. Gangster. That's awesome. Love Bucky's. Shout out. Bucky's. Try our nuts. Exactly. Actually, try their hot sauce because their hot sauce is banging. The Diablo. Fuck Taco Bell. So much better. <laughs> um, anywho, back to the good lies golf. Brendan, Father's Day weekend. You had a full weekend. My dad doesn't golf, so I didn't have like yeah. a father-son golf moment. I sure. went out to the range. We'll talk about that for my B-Day. Um, but Brendan we had a little Father's Day weekend here. A nice session of golfs. Dude, I'll be honest. The last week, well, last few weeks, but last week and then leading into <laughs> this week, which, you know, we know what's coming down the pipeline here. I brought it back mm -hmm. to pipes. Huh? How about that? Uh, but no, dude. I've played so much fucking golf. It's been unbelievable. I mean, I've been tweaking and peeking. We talked about it last week for AV coming up. Um, weekly, the gamer's been bringing me out to Aces. So I, I had another niner in, in range with him. The gamer's then, Brendan's dad. Yep. Clarify. 
Oh, there we go. Um, and then, uh, dude, so as we bled even further into uh, what is Father's Day weekend, didn't really have any plans, and Elizabeth was like, on Saturday, what do you think we, like, go out and play nine holes, like, as a family? I was like, oh, sick. All right, cool. Let's, do, let's do it. Like, are you trying to turn so, me on right now in the middle of the day on a Saturday? <laughs> no, but, uh, dude, it was sweet because, you know, I got to get out and, you know, work on the iron game a little bit at the par three. But I like going out there with uh, Kai and... I mean, it's yeah. awesome. It's awesome having Elizabeth out there with Sienna as well. But Kai, you know, he's starting to get into it. And so we played nine holes together. And, you know, he had a couple nice, nice drives, to be honest. But, dude, the guy can hit it. He's got skills. He basically drives it better than me, he, to be honest. He loves it, which is sick. So I actually, my, my parents ended up buying him a little camp. So he's going to be going to a golf camp uh, in a couple weeks, which oh, is sick. Oh, so <laughs> sick. He's going to come yeah. back better than me, though, and I'm going to be Dude, upset. Dude, I, I hope, I hope, you know, because you know how his mind is. It's, you know, he's going everywhere. He's got a lot million of million miles a minute, baby. He's um, which is totally awesome. So I'm, I'm really curious to see, like, how he takes on golf and, like, what that does, like, with him, if he's able to focus on that, because I think he likes it enough. So, hey. We're gonna try to grow the game and see what see how I likes it. Love that, man. That makes it awesome. I mean, come on. What's better than yeah. that? Golf camp. Your kids right. loving golf. <laughs> Tyus is just into golf. He's loving it. Yeah. Um, you know, what's better than that? Especially you love it. It's like now you can do yeah. it together. And who knows? Maybe you're just gonna create the next Tiger Woods. <laughs> I'm not worried about that, dude. But I, I I'm more No, I mean so. he'll fall in love with it. He it might. would be sick. I mean, if he's if, falling in love with a few things, he likes loves marching sure. band, loves the drums, loves music in general. Yeah, as a creative dude, you know, he's Put a lot more creative than golf me. shots. Yeah. That's <laughs> hey, dude. If if he if he fell in love, like truly fell in love with golf, I would be uh, so awesome. Uh, just and like excited for him and then for us because. Uh, I've like fallen in love with the game in the last few years and sure, especially too, this year. Like it's been the first time I've truly been able to like dedicate time towards it. Right. And I've gotten so into it. I'm, I'm basically addicted. as he's a father of two, <laughs> like that's uh, the craziest statement. Yeah. No, I, I'm addicted as hell, man. Like yeah. I, you know, I got a mat. I go out and I just got to hit five shots, man. <laughs> I just got to feel it. I don't I know gotta, where the ball is going. I just got to feel man. it, man. <laughs> he's jonesing uh, for some golf, but but he knows that I'm going with the gamer and, and my brother to Scotland later, later this year for a golf trip. And uh, he already is asking, like, if he can go. He's, like, super, like, you know, into Scotland and shit like that. So, like, I've talked to him now since he's shown interest in the golf. And I'm like, yeah, and, like, if this is something you want to do and you, you fall in love with it or if it's just something you don't even fall in love with but, like, enjoy doing, um, and you you played often enough, we could go on a trip ourselves, like sometime, like yeah. some you know, as we get older. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I think that would be so epic because we've talked about how golf courses are just they're beautiful places to be. So right. like why and not be there with some areas? They're usually in some yeah. obscure part of the woods. You know, it's always yeah. like that kind of vibe to escape. And and the same thing right. with people going camping or doing whatever. It's the same thing. I mean, you could go camp and golf all weekend. Like right, it's, a whole thing. it's like going on a walkabout. You know yeah uh, that's great but but yeah so we 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 ended up we got on a little tangent there but that's cool uh so we went out played nine nine par three and then uh 
the next day I also had a tea time with a lot of the fathers, you know, B-Dog, C-Dog. I went with uh, Big Ed, uh, their yep, dad. The father, yeah. Um, so a bunch of us went golfing and uh, we went to Friendly Meadows, which is this like, it's this co- random course out in like Bethel. It's like 40 minutes from, you know, Cincinnati. You're basically in, churning some butter there. out there. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's out there. That's for sure. Uh, but dude, it's a fun little course. It's a, a zoysia. Um, so it's like bouncy and, yep. you know, in the off season it's brown, which is kind of cool. It just gives that dynamic of color, but uh, it's a fun little course. And we had a great fucking time. Uh, it was comical as fuck. Who, sh- who shot, it who was, shot the best? Uh, well, I, I think the twins tied. I think they tied, which is hilarious. They're fucking twins. Why not? I think they, I think I could be wrong. I think they shot 81s. Um, I was excited because I actually played really well and I'm getting primed for uh, Apple Valley. You know, I shot like 116 a couple weeks ago. Yes, you shot 116. So what was the score? Uh, I shot it. Well, I'll I'll start with this. I I shot a a double on nine, a double on 10, and triple on 18. I shot an 85. Wow. For me, for me, that's incredible. It was five for one of the highs I've had in quite a while. With some big mistakes, 85. Dude, I I finally hit the driver fairly decent. My biggest thing is like, you know, I just get in trouble. I have to drop and, you know, throw a stroke away. And I kept the ball in play all day for the most part. A couple, there were three shots that I, I hit OB in the whole round. And it was, you know, it was on those three holes. Yep. Yep. Now your putting's been on fire. What kind of putter do you use? Oh, dude, <laughs> that thing is janky as fuck. It's Cody's hammy down, worn out, big grip, big big stick, and uh, it's missing a weight. <laughs> but but hey, it's working. I I'm working it. I, that's my next big purchase, and for then I'll you know I'll probably be done for a little while, unless anybody wants me to demo anything. Let me know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I uh, yeah. I don't know, dude. It works for me. I've got I love my putter. It, man. I got the I got, touch. I love that thing. It's the 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 what's it called? Odyssey. Uh, yeah, it's an Odyssey. Something or other. I, uh, it's I got the the double weight, like kind of like yeah, camel camel back on it. Yeah, I don't uh, like the the blades. I like I prefer a mallet. I don't know why. Just my style. I don't mind the blades. I, I like the weight of the mallet. I like the way it. I like the swing. Yeah, it feels like I like good. the pendulum kind of feeling when you're getting that like kind of equal. It, it feels like you it's get more line. You get more line sight mm-hmm. with you know the depth on the putter that way. I think I think that helps some people. Uh, but with the blade, I know you also get more feeling in the hand. It's more handsy. You know what I mean? True. So um, you get that more natural feel. So maybe I don't know. Maybe you could find a little like blend. Maybe a heavy blade or something. I don't know. I've used a blade when I first started golfing. It was a blade because I had a shitty Wilson set and the putter was a blade. Um, and I did really well with that putter, but it wasn't yeah. until like I actually spent money and got a nice putter, you know, because it's hard to find hand me downs as a lefty. You can't really find hand me downs. There's no lefty golfers really. And they're not really jumping out of their way to hand you clubs. <laughs> right, right. So, right. you know, and I have an uncle that's like big golfer, big into golf, loves golf. Probably has a huge life. ass. <laughs> But he's a righty, so it doesn't. It never helped me any any way growing up because he always used a righty, so we didn't have the same right. clubs. Um, right? Yeah, because if he's righty and you're not, you know, you must be lefty. Thank you, Brendan, for the clarification. Yes, Lord. Um, <laughs> yes. 
Um, but so I, I never had like good clubs. So I always had to use like the KB store clubs or whatever. And that was it. And then now I finally have a good set. I got the rogue, got the Callaway rogues, the irons, they hit solid, oh, shit, not bad at all. And I took them to the range, um, had a nice little range day. It was fun. Went out there, uh, for your birthday, man, there. right? Yep. For your on birthday. The, oh. On the range. Oh, for the birthday. This guy's not a proud this guy, dude. Why not, man? You got wisdom. Look at your hair. Yeah, my hair is long. Oh, man. That's all that is. Um, so we go, and there's this place called Poxabod Golf Center, and it's a magical place. It's in Wayne Scott, New York, on the end of Long Island here on the East End. And it's a nine-hole golf course. It's got your fire breakfast spot called the Fairway Diner, I believe, or Fairway Restaurant. Excuse me, the Fairway Restaurant. And then it's got the little driving range and they have mats and then they have grass driving range at the end. But there we go. The grass driving range was closed. So we hit the mats and not going to lie, hurt my back a little bit hitting those mats. Mats kind of hurt after a while when you hit a Dude, you, large you bucket of balls. You at them? Um, well, yeah, I suck. So yeah, I'm pretty much hitting it every time. Um, but we get a large bucket of balls. We get the breakfast. Best chicken quesadilla. Did you get breakfast balls? No. Oh. Best chicken quesadilla I've had in years, years, maybe of my life at this place. And now that I know they make a good chicken quesadilla, I'm going there all the time for lunch. It is on. So shout out Fairway uh, Fairway Restaurant because, bam, that was banging. But anyway. Dude, well, hold up, hold up. Like, because I know chicken quesadillas. I've had them before. You know, I know what, what, what. What made you know, it special? What tastes good and what? Oh, doesn't. okay. Let but me yeah, tell you. Tell me. They tell cooked me. the outside perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like they charred the outside. It was just so perfectly golden brown on the outside. The bubbles. The guy killed it. He just perfection. The chicken pounded flat, real flat, like a like even thinner than a cut, thin, 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 and it was charred. This guy okay. charred it like a professional. Oh, shit. And he threw it in with the fresh, not like soggy out of the refrigerator a couple hours. Fresh, raw, chopped jalapenos thrown in. Oh, man, the guy was hot. a wizard, dude. And he threw in a blend of cheeses. And I know it sounds simple. Three cheese Mexican planted. But just the spice with the fresh, crunchy, like, jalapenos, how thin the chicken was with the char, oh, and then the browning dude. on the outside came with the fresh salsa, sour cream. I'm not That's a sour crunchy. cream now. Had some Cholula on there, just a little Cholula, dude. Best chicken quesadilla I've had in so long. And I and I would have never thought from a golf restaurant. They're famous for their breakfast, you know, big French toast and, you know, big steak and eggs and all that shit. But I did not expect them to come swinging with some heat on the chicken quesadilla. Wow. Was it Chef crunchy? Petty would be, Chef Petty would be proud. What was the texture? Dude? It was like a crisp but soft on the inside. It was just perfect, man. They literally slayed it. It was just, Brennan, put your dick away, please. It's a, it's this, come on. We're, dude, it's we're unreal, though. I'm sorry, um, man. You talk about chicken quesadillas. <laughs> yeah. But I unreal. I can't help but come. <laughs> so we go to the anyway. Um, so we go to the driving range. We get out there. I start obviously immediately with the driver. And I start whacking this thing. It's not looking good. And I'm wondering what the hell I'm doing wrong. Am I trying to close the face? I'm opening the face. I'm moving my legs. I'm doing all this shit. I'm trying to keep my head down. I'm thinking about a million things at once because I hadn't been golfing a lot. Right. finally get get it going and I, what i found so was halfway through it halfway through like i don't know probably 25 balls in i was like okay 
I got to follow through. I'm not following through. And I didn't keep myself secure and down on that swing, coming through forward with my hip, coming through forward with that hip and following through with the club face coming, you know, kind of around. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what was opening it up for me. And then I started whacking him straight and further, and that became real comfortable. So that was great. And then after that, I worked on this with the seven iron, my favorite club. So I was like, you know what? I got to pull out the seven iron for my birthday. I got to put that thing on the ground. And I was hitting them good. And honestly, it was because I wasn't trying to crush it. I was just trying to light, schwap yeah. everything, just nice, crispy, old man, little crispy swing. And they were going perfect. Um, oh, yeah. Slicing a little left, but I'm, I'm a lefty. So, you know, I had to close the face up a little bit. Um, um, and I had to line myself up a little better on, on, on the club face, I think. And I fixed that a little bit. And then it started going a little straighter. It was nice. And then I started practicing my little, like, stingers and getting a little lower on it. That felt good. Um, and then for the piece to resistance, I ended with the pitching wedge, um, cause I wanted to practice my chips and this, uh, golf range has a bunch of like flags out there and they're different, you know, different yardages everywhere. It's like a ghetto top golf, you know, there's no whatever. Um, but so yeah, I was going for this yellow pin, probably like a hundred you know, 80 yards out maybe. And I was just practicing the pitching wedge and I was getting them spot on, man. And if I could oh, tell yeah. you one part of my game that I'm the most confident with right now, but I'm also simultaneously the most proud of is my wedge game because there was a time and you can ask Zach, this Zach gross, the legend himself, Zach Grossman, you can ask him three years ago. I was using a square strike to use for chips, like the 1995 golf club thing that old people use. That's technically I think legal, but not, I don't, I don't know, but I use that. And that's how bad I was. Cause I was so scared of just like QVC, didn't you? I was just blading all my shit every time. And I was like, I'm sick of this. I'm five feet from the green and I hit this thing and it goes 20 feet left. Like, I don't know what I'm doing with this club. And then of course, you know, I get a couple pointers from Zach, other people I'm out on the course, work on the range. And now I just keep that club face down. I don't let it come up. I keep it down all the way through throughout the full length of the swing. That club face is staying nice and down flat. And, and I'm following through with that hip coming forward. And I'm not trying to come too far back on that back swing. I'm just coming up nice and light right here. Boom. Yeah. Chip. John Rom. It's been crushing Damn. it. It's been crushing it, man. Seriously. That's what I'm the most impressed with because in two years, I completely changed how I hit hit my pitching wedge. Now I now I'm like awesome. a shark from from for you know 20, 30 feet out. I'm not scared. 60 feet out, I'm not or 60 yards out, I'm not scared. Um, whereas I used to be terrified. So I don't know. It's a good feeling to have that confidence restored in something you weren't good at before. Um, yeah, and now yeah. it seems like I'm just working on my other clubs. Like now that I'm good with my seven iron, good with my pitching wedge, good with my driver and my, my five hybrid. Okay. Those are basically the four clubs that I need unless I'm in a really sticky scenario. So really now I'm just honing in on the five, the six, uh, working on the eight when the seven's too much, you know, um, just kind of honing in on those other clubs, but all in good time. Oh yeah, dude. Well, that's awesome, man. That's pretty much what I've been working on too. Just trying to like, I've really been trying to focus on my swing and like tweak it and get it to a place where I know where the ball's going versus just, you know, swinging and just hoping to make contact. Exactly. Uh, and, and to your point, I think a lot of that is confidence. And like, that's what I felt at, at friendly meadows. Like I, when I stood up to the ball and I got my grip, like I wasn't thinking like, Oh, that feels a little weird. Like I need to move my hand or, you know, and I wasn't going through those steps. Like it just felt natural. And I just was not thinking and overthinking about 
every single facet of my swing. And I was sure. just getting out there with no fear because I was confident and I was just hitting the ball. And yeah. every once in a while I'd hit something stray or not strike it the you know correct way, maybe tow it or something like that, hit it a little thin. But uh, you know, I always felt I was feeling confident. I was just riding that wave of confidence and uh dude, it I mean it showed. Honestly, the first time I had a double, uh, it was a result of me just biting off more than I should. Like I I had the nine iron out, I was just gonna lay up and play the smart play on a par five. Uh stood up to the ball and then i said oh no fuck it i could hit a draw uh and put it away pulled out the seven fucking pured it but it went dead straight the you know the fairway turned left pretty hard at 150 i hit it probably 175 <laughs> so <laughs> so you overshot flew oh oh for over sure, the moon sure. um, you're working on your game that's yeah. why you have apple well, yeah yeah but at the same time it was also playing what was potentially going to be the round of my life i mean i True. was you know, if I had just parred the ninth hole, I would have shot a 38 uh, and that would have started what, you know, and I was feeling really good. So, like, if I didn't make that mistake, um, who knows what would what would have happened. But should have, could have, would have. But I but I have I've just been tweaking up for this this week. This is the week, man. It's been difficult. I almost just quit my job just because I was like, yo, like Apple Valley's next week. <laughs> I got to get I got to get mentally ready. And I got I can't work this like, week. I need to prepare for this golf yeah, tournament in the middle of yeah, Ohio. Two, two weeks out. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> like uh, here's my two weeks notice. I need to be mentally ready for this. They're uh, like, Brandon, you're literally going to give up your salary for this. This is what my my life has been building towards everything <laughs> even before i knew that this was even a thing i've been preparing for this moment and this this moment is this week so i'm i'm stoked dude team red here we go baby team red apple valley ohio we talked about this course before it's incredible it's like a little oasis golf retreat for people and it's very reasonably priced um and it's you know it's great golf i mean it's just it's, it's a great course um we drank them out of our like three bottles of Tito's that they had behind the bar when we went there on the weekend. So they literally ran out of Tito's. We, they couldn't make us any more spiked Arnold Palmer's. We were kind of upset about that. We had to switch up to drinks, but a couple of beers. They've, they've known we're coming here now. I mean, we, yeah, now they know the stock. Up they on know the who we are. We even, uh, you know, shout out to them. Honestly, I believe we, we retain the same prices as we did last year. So wow. That's incredible. Through inflate. They said, fuck inflation. Said who? inflate who so shout out to them for sure number one uh one of the one of the premier public courses in ohio is as they would state it for sure apple valley baby another Dude, another stoked. great horny sosha he is fully committed to jd he is jd and what am i even talking about who, who the fuck is sosha so john daly we're gonna be playing with them this year and uh he is on team red so ready to go with that man so shit and then on he wears his sunday tiger fit you're gonna have to post all about that please take some videos uh who's tiger dude he is john daly this year oh this year you will see oh you need to take videos perfect (laughs) oh dude we're 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 ready dude uh so jeff gets up here late tomorrow night we leave thursday morning uh practice around thursday we got 36 on uh friday 36 on saturday rider cup style uh team red versus team blue we got some scramble some best ball some match play stroke play oh man it's gonna be a fucking blast and then you know we got the bocce coming out we've already talked about that i'm like yeah 
Get after it, dude. This is the weekend. Get after it. Have an amazing time. Take a bunch of content for us, for the Good Lies crew. We want to see all your postings. Just send it to me, and I'll just fire them off, Spitfire, all weekend long. Get after it. And uh, damn, dude. Wish you the best. Fucking have a good one. What else we got? He's frozen. I'm amped up. I can't even talk. I'm frozen a little bit. Here we are. I got a little off the rails. I didn't that's even know okay. what I was saying. I was just spitting words. Well, um, our internet connection's unstable, so that's another episode of Good Lies. <laughs> I'm a little fucking unstable right now. I can't even talk. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Brennan's drunk. He's going to bed. Struggling. Struggling. It's probably this right here. Chick-fil-A. All right. Later, B. You have a great weekend at yep. Apple Valley. Good and later, to bro. our listeners Appreciate out there, it. check out the blog, uh, goodliesgolf.co. Um, that's our website. You can check out the blog. You can listen to all the podcasts. Click the video through there. It's all through that. Um, podcast brought to you by Bucky's because this guy's the man. And uh, yeah, baby, Apple Valley Golf. Get after it. Who knows, man? We might see another uh, dude that is hitting the Texas wedge from 100 out off the cart path. Nobody's me, baby. Oh, I'm brownies. Holy shit, man. Weirdest round of golf I've ever seen. Peace.